Nation. Let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub B 411. We are your hosts, Lauren Taylor and Maddie Harris. And we're here to give you the 411 on all things WVU, all things Morgantown. How's your week been, Maddie? I feel like the semester is really ramping up. It's been really good, but yeah, I definitely have been a lot more stressed out. I feel like all my classes are like coming to a close. I personally don't have any finals, but I'm getting ready for like, I have a bunch of big final projects due. So just lots of grinding. But the weather this week has been very helpful. I've been spending a lot of time outside, so that's been making it better. I can't even, I just didn't even make it past you having no finals. I know. And I, that's the only final I had last semester was our Media 101 final together. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's I've just be, been lucky. It's going to be a pleasant finals week for you. I don't have that many. I'll, I'll, I'll get through. Yeah. But like I said earlier, giving you the 411 on all things WVU. All you guys know the drill already. Yeah. Like, we don't even need to say it anymore. We're going to hop right in with some news. Maddie's going to take it away. Yes. For us. So this news story, we, we've we talked about this like a few months ago. It's been like buzz around campus, the blue light system. But now repairs are coming soon to nearly all WVU blue lights. And I've even seen on campus that they've actually gone around and fixed a lot of them. Like the caution tape is mm-hmm. off and you can actually go and push the button. You've been really keeping up with this. I have. And I was, I actually talked to the chief of police because I was writing a story for my Media 215 Mm -hmm. class about this, but more than a year after many of WVU blue light emergency call boxes were reported broken, nearly all are in the process of being repaired, school officials confirmed Monday. Buzz around the broken blue lights began in October of 2021 after the DA reported that many were missing or had discolored lights. Since then, the blue lights and their role in keeping students safe has been discussed among the campus community. In August of 2022, school officials told the DA that the university may consider discontinuing the emergency call system altogether, citing low usage in the previous years. According to Guy, there have been fewer than 10 legitimate calls using the system since 2019 and only one in 2022. However, University Police Chief Sherry St. Clair said that students and parents have been vocal about their concerns over the blue lights since school officials confirmed their possible removal from campus, prompting UPD to move forward with repairs. In January, school officials confirmed that 13 of the 30 blue lights were still inoperable, citing supply chain issues and a delay in repairs, but as of Monday, 21 of the blue lights are operational, with parts for eight more on the way, according to St. Claire. She said six of the broken blue lights are in the process of being repaired to address the issues with discontinued 3G network. Two more are awaiting parts for other maintenance issues. According to St. Clair, the blue light call box in area two behind Woodburn Hall requires further investigation before being repaired as it has power issues. And St. Clair said the university will continue to encourage all students to download the LiveSafe app. They can use this app to call 911, share their location with a lot of people and other things when they feel unsafe. Do you have the WVU Live Safe app? I don't have the WVU Live Safe app. I don't either. And I thought I, you were I thought you were gonna say that you did and then like No, <laughs> and I've been doing so much for my class writing this thing. Like I've been doing so much research about it and I still have yet to download it. But you can like watch it's kinda like Life three sixty, like you can watch your friends while they're walking and like oh, track them. So I, I mean it's a good idea and the campus has really been pushing people to download it since the yeah. blue light system wasn't working, but it is nice and it makes me feel mm-hmm. a lot better to see that they're getting fixed and like no, you know yeah, it makes sure. me feel safer especially for people that might not keep up with like the DA and stuff like that and didn't yeah. really know that most of them didn't work like right you know what I mean it's just better to have them yeah all the only one that I've seen that isn't working is the one behind Woodburn see so. I'm gonna have to look out for it when we walk home today yeah and really like see all of them mm-hmm but moving on, WVU estimates a $35 million budget deficit amid low enrollment and inflation. 
West Virginia University will likely have a $35 million budget deficit next school year, President Gordon Gee announced Monday during his State of the University address. And we did discuss this very briefly We did. Briefly I think week, we talked right? about it last week because it just happened this Monday. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The State of the University just happened, so yeah. we got more information on it. Gee said the deficit could grow to $75 million in the next five years based on student enrollment and inflation projections alone. The announcement comes just months after school administrators enforced a series of budget cuts and a hiring freeze for all full-time and temporary positions, which they say was brought on by the pandemic and over-anticipated enrollment. On Monday, Gee said the university would need to consider solutions beyond budget cuts to mend the school's ongoing financial challenges. However, he did not provide an updated timeline on the current cuts and the hiring freeze. The number of students attending and completing degree programs at WVU will continue to be a major player in the institutional's financial future, according to Gee. From spring 2019 to spring 2022, total student enrollment at WVU decreased by more than 10%, a steeper decline than in previous years, according to data provided by WVU Institutional Research. This matches a larger trend of college enrollment across the state, which has been dropping for more than a decade. Moving forward, Gee said the university will need to address the specific needs of students coming out of the pandemic. About 25% of WVU students are Pell Grant eligible, which Gee said means they have an exceptional financial need. So, on Monday, he announced WVU Pledge, which is a new scholarship designed to support first-time freshmen who are recipients of the WVU Promise Scholarship. The new program could cover the cost of tuition and fees, as well as campus living and dining expenses for eligible students. While Guy did not share specifics about the university's financial plan or its timeline Monday, he noted the plan is under development and will aim to secure the school's financial growth and stability in the coming years. So, that was a lot of information we just threw at you guys. Yeah, I wonder, does the WVU Pledge Scholarship, is it like, it says it's going to cover the cost of tuition and fees, like, is that like all of your tuition see i also was wondering that because i i don't know yeah i don't know like tuition either. and fees or right. tuition and it's a living and dining right expenses. so like i mean this sounds like a really good thing for yeah. upcoming freshmen so but i don't know i i can't i'm honestly very interested to learn more about the wvu pledge because i know a lot of people who have the promise scholarship and we're also pell grant recipients but that aren't going to be first time freshmen next year right so i definitely think that we'll be keeping up with that yeah especially since like tuition is such a big factor in Mm -hmm. people's college decision i think that's a good move on the university's part yeah so but speaking of just news uh governor jim justice signed a student press freedom bill into law which i thought was interesting and lauren and i are obviously student press members so this kind of is aimed towards us but this bill is aimed at protecting the rights of student journalists and it was signed into law thursday by west virginia governor jim justice sb 121 protects the editorial freedom of high school and college journalists while ensuring that they are free from censorship except in explicit cases it also creates safeguards for student media advisors who decline to unlawfully censor student journalists however the work of student newspapers and yearbooks could be censored if considered libel slander or an invasion of privacy privacy by federal or state law education institutions would need to appeal through a school administrative review if the violation was found according to the law west virginia is joining 16 other states in passing similar legislation protecting student press freedom often referred to as the new voices law this measure will go into effect 90 days after the passage so 90 days after thursday and the student press law center a nonprofit organization that advocates advocates for first amendment rights for student journalists commented on the bill's passage so i mean all in all like this is a good thing and i think that 
I mean, obviously I'm biased, but journalism is very yeah. important and like, like spreading <laughs> news and everything that's going on. So this no. is, it's just a good thing. No, for sure. Maddie <laughs> and I are like, yeah, it's super great. We're literally both journalism. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this like really matters for me. So like, I'm excited. Yeah, but, but anyway, um, <laughs> keep in touch with the DA is what we're getting at. Yes. But moving on to some sports, we have some heavy baseball coverage for you. Yeah. Because we're just both turning into, we're a baseball school. Right, we are a baseball school now. So And um, we're both turning into baseball girls. Yeah. So. Well, the working on it. Working on it, yeah, for sure. So the biggest news of the week was probably that WVU baseball defeated Marshall nine to seven, which is great because you know in-state rival. Yeah, like that's, that's a big goes. rival. So the number twenty-four West Virginia University baseball team added another win to its hot start Tuesday, winning nine to seven against the Marshall Thundering Herd at Mon County Ballpark in Morgantown. The Mountaineers erased an early deficit and held off a late push from Marshall to win their nineteenth of their first twenty-five games. Overall, it was an impressive offensive performance for the Mountaineers, going 12-32 and 32 for nine runs at the plate. Six WVU pitchers combined for the nine innings, giving up seven earned runs on seven hits. The Mountaineers begin the Big 12 slate this weekend as they're set to face the Kansas State Wildcats in Manhattan, Kansas at Twinton Family Stadium. So, That's impressive that they won 19 of 25 of their first games. Like Literally baseball school. We are a baseball school. Like, sorry. No, we yeah, are. But I need to really make it to some baseball games. I, I do, too. And the weather has been so nice. I like, know. I've seen people sitting at the baseball stadium in the nice weather. And I'm like, but I need of, to get on that. It's kind of far away. Right. There's if you don't have a, a car, route. then it's pro- it's hard to get out there. There's got to be a bus route, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm just not super that. familiar with the bus system. But. Me neither. But sometimes I dabble. So <laughs> I'll look into it for us and we can head over for a game. We should. But speaking of WVU baseball, they also played a three-game season series against Xavier University this past weekend right here in Morgantown and the Mountaineers came out on top in game one last Friday on March 24th and they won five to four they also caught a seven to two win in their game two on Saturday however the Mountaineers lost on Sunday with a final score of eight to three the Mountaineers current record is 19 to six overall and like we already said they're playing Kansas State in the three game series starting tonight at 7 p.m. in Kansas so if you're looking to catch up on your baseball, you better tune into that game. No, seriously. And since they're doing so well, I mean, 24 now. Last time we I talked know. about I think we were ranked 25th. Or maybe we I were... Were we ranked 24th? I think we've always been 24. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, like, that's still a really good number. So. No, seriously. Especially, yeah. like, wow. Baseball so school. I know, right? <laughs> I know baseball is really coming in and just saving the rest of the sports seasons for us. Yeah, but, but if you guys want more information on sports that we can't give you, make sure you're tuning into the Mountaineer Sports Insider podcast because they have much more information than we could ever give a you. A lot of coverage happening over there, so yeah. make sure you check it out. But moving on to something we're a little bit more well-versed in, yeah. we have some arts and entertainment for you. And the first thing that we have is the April Arts Festival and Pitch Competition. So the Morris L. Hayhurst Launch Lab will be hosting the third annual April Arts Festival and Pitch Competition. This is an incredible opportunity for WVU artists to showcase their idea for any new work, innovation, or creation in the arts. Students would then pitch their idea to a panel of industry professionals to win funding. All all submitted videos will be posted for public voting from April 11th to April 18th, and finalists will be chosen and then compete in a head-to-head pitch competition on April 21st from 5 to 7 p.m. for a chance to receive funding towards bringing their visions to life. Now, you're probably like, that's so far in advance. Why are you talking about this now? Well, the applications are open and they are closing on April 1st. So if you're looking to apply, it's 
time is crunching so yeah like you better figure it out <laughs> yeah but if you're interested in applying go to the wvu event calendar find the event and there is a google doc link to sign up so if that is something that you're looking to do maybe you forgot about it slipped under the rug you better get on that so <laughs> i love art i hope that we get to see like i mean obviously it's public voting so i guess we can go and like yeah, vote sure. and see what students are creating we'll to, yeah we'll definitely have to talk about this as yeah it we will we'll keep up with it because i've seen like posters about it all over campus so like There's, it's a big deal like people are getting real excited like, for this are you talking about the ones in evansville crossing yes it's I all over the evansville crossing I like just, walk to the prt i know i saw them last week and then i, mm-hmm. I literally was walking in today and i was like oh my yeah. gosh we're talking about that on the podcast so maybe we should submit something do you think they do like collaborative pieces like we could collaborate on something oh thank god i've been really itching to get like my vocal cords <laughs> stirring uh, watch out for our new ep i'm just kidding yeah okay. seriously but if art is not your thing they are having the west virginia dance company is having free open dance classes which i always say lauren is a dancer she's been a dancer since like day one but i have never danced and that is something that i feel like like in my next life or in my past <laughs> life like i was a dancer and i was supposed to be a dancer so if you feel the same way as me the west virginia dance company is offering free open dance classes on sunday april 2nd from 3 to 4 30 p.m in the e Moore hall it is upstairs in studio one it will be the age 15 through adult dance classes for movers with dance experience and in the downstairs studio two there will be an age 14 and under class all are welcome and they hope to see lots of wvu community members as well as morgantown and beyond no reservations are required and again it's free this event is presented by the kennedy chamber series in coordination with the college of creative arts but i don't know if i'll be able to attend because it says 15 through adult class with dance experience i have no dance experience just say so you have i'll just experience. say yeah, yeah i dabble I like you know you're like i've played just dance a lot i actually did play just dance a lot as a kid no so did i but i literally have extra shoes down here so if you really yeah, seriously if you really want to go like because i go, think that would be so fun i was going to go anyway well and also like it's free so like why would you free. even pass that up Emphasis free, free dance class yeah that's like hard to come by i, danced, I know i danced for a long time and yeah. i have never i never had a free class i don't think yeah. But this is also nice because if you used to dance and you don't dance anymore, it's hard to find places that you can just go and like bust a move, you know? Right. And without, it's not like, like a competitive looks. environment. Like it's very chill. Like there's people coming in who like have no experience dancing at all. So, yeah, so I think that this is this is really fun. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. And then the last thing that we have from for you is just a uh, performance. So the School of Music is putting on a jazz performance. Um, they are going to feature small combos of four to seven jazz student musicians and it's going to be tuesday april 4th at 7 30 p.m at the kennedy creative arts center antoinette falbo theater so if you are into jazz i think that this would be really i love jazz i think it's so chill like i (laughs) saxophone is like my favorite instrument to like hear people play i played the clarinet when i was younger and i wish that i would have played the saxophone like every single day okay i was a band kid guess what instrument i played i literally have i have just by look like what do you think i played i could have seen you being like percussion I played the baritone. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I literally don't know. It's what a that mini is. tuba. Like that's <laughs> literally what it is. Like it was actually bigger than me when I was carrying it around in like seventh grade. I literally just laughed. And I so was hard. like the only one at my school who played it. I just laughed so hard I literally threw my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> I was not gonna guess the baritone. Yeah, Why but the baritone. I don't know. I was the only like did your school have like those days where you had to go in and like test out all the instruments to see what you could play? 
Like I tried to play like a reed instrument and I just couldn't get a sound to come out of it. So, but oh, but you hopped on that baritone. Yeah. <laughs> But I've always had, like, I've always loved, like, jazz. Like, my school had, like, a jazz band, oh, okay, and, like, yeah, a lot of my cute. friends were in it, and, like, I, I love listening to jazz, yeah. so. Anyway. <laughs> we went off on a tangent rough, there. Rough transition. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing that we're going to be talking about is some activities. So, the first thing that we have is huge. Like, I've been hearing about this a lot. Yeah. My roommate is participating in it, and it's WVU's Mountaineer Thon. Okay. And this is a little description they provide. So our school is on a mission to help kids in our local community. We are raising funds and awareness through Dance Marathon for our local children's Miracle Network Hospital, which treats children from our area and provides critical life-saving treatments and healthcare services for children and their families. It's going to be held at the rec center starting at 10 a.m. And there's literally so many different student orgs participating. It's like a dance challenge. You have to dance for as long as you can. Like that's dance what my roommate, till you drop. Dance till you drop. Literally, it reminds me of that episode of Zoe 101 where they all had to keep their hand on the bus. Do you know what I'm talking about? Would you be mad at me if I said I never watched Zoe 101 as a kid? Anyway, we're gonna have to move on so that we don't start <laughs> talking about Zoe 101 for <sighs> like hours. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I know like Penn State just had their big uh-huh. thon, and like my high school actually did our mascot was the tiger so it's called like tiger thon and we would go they would have people come in and like teach us zumba and like it was a whole thing so we're just talking about a lot of dancing today I like know, lots really of dancing are. events but it's but gonna be held at the student rec center starting at 10 a.m and it goes all day i'm pretty sure i'm pretty yeah. sure it ends at around 6 p.m so and it also goes till you drop it goes till you drop and if you want to participate in the dance off you have to get there really close to 10 a.m to register mm-hmm. they're having registration still before the actual event starts i bet it's gonna so. be packed too yeah. Yes, and I just, it's a great cause, you know, WVU Medicine Children's Hospital. And that's something fun to do with your friends and like active, you know. And it's right here on campus, like it's really close and accessible for everyone. So I think that you should check it out if you're not doing anything. For sure. And the last thing that we will be talking about is an event that WVU Collegiate Recovery is putting on called Color Me Mindful. During this new program, they will be incorporating meditation and relaxation with coloring. This will be a time dedicated to putting everything down and centering ourselves to find calmness. We'll be practicing mindfulness, learning new techniques for relaxation, or simply just enjoying coloring. This will be a time for your creative side to come out. Come visit Collegiate Recovery at Serenity Place to practice mindful coloring, and it'll be hosted on Wednesday, April 5th from 3 to 4 p.m. at the Serenity Place at Arnold Hall. At Arnold House. Which I think that this sounds... I did put this on there because yeah. I saw it and I was like, this is so cute. I love coloring. Like, sometimes if it's been a long, stressful day, like, I just need to bust out the crayons for a second and just doodle something Oh, for up. sure. And it's crazy how fast it can make you feel better. So... This is definitely, I will definitely be checking this out if it works in my schedule because I love coloring. Literally last night, I was just sitting with my roommates in the living room and one of them was like, I need to go get my coloring book. I just need to color right now. So I'm definitely gonna have to tell her about this and see if she can make it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, color me mindful if that's something you're into. I think it's gonna be really cute. I do too. But that is everything that we have for you guys this week. So hopefully you laughed or at least found something that you want to do i hope that you guys enjoy everything like find something enjoyable out of this find something to go to because we enjoy telling you about all these things we we really do as you can tell but make sure you're keeping up with the da u92 and make sure you follow us on instagram at the dub v 411 we both look pretty cute today so we should yeah maybe we'll take some pictures but but we are here for you every friday on any podcast streaming platform and we'll see you guys next friday let's go Mountaineers.